Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coming to you at Believe.com, B-O-E-A-V.com, number one content network for professionals. This episode uh, a bit of a sad episode. Uh, if you've been listening, uh, if you uh, connected to Kentucky in any way, most already know or woke up to the news Friday morning um, hearing about the passing of Mike Pratt. So, you even talked about it here on this podcast. If you listened last week with with Buzz Baker, um, there were several guys who were going to go try to see Mike because his cancer had come back and uh, was kind of getting aggressive. And if you notice Buzz last week, you're saying that, you know, uh, we'll always believe in miracles, hoping for a miracle that point you kind of knew um, that you know things were kind of taking a downturn and there's there's never a good way when you when you lose somebody whether it's unexpectedly or if you know it's coming and it got to the point where you started to know that it was coming with Mike Pratt I saw TJ Bosner um, Put out a tweet, woke up to the news that I had been dreading. Um, so that's uh, kind of the way it happened with Mike Pratt. He passed away late Thursday night. Most people found out about it uh, when they woke up Friday morning. Been a lot of tributes, people talking about him, reminiscing about him. Uh, a lot of people saying the same thing about how great a guy that he actually was. I didn't know him as well as uh, an Oscar Combs, the Tom Leach, Daniel. So guys that he played with, guys that he was on the air with, things of that nature. But I had a, a few interactions with him. I talk about my little Cats Talk Wednesday podcast that I do with Terry Brown. Been doing that for almost nine years. So eight years ago. Mike Pratt was kind enough to come on that show. And like I said, he didn't know me like a ex-teammate or a colleague in the media or anything like that. But he kindly came on the show, you know, reached out to him. He said, you know, send Deb Moore an email. Be glad to come on. And that's kind of a recurring thing. He makes everybody 
seem like his best friend. You make everybody feel comfortable. Um, everybody's at ease around him. And him being who he was, look, an All-American in Kentucky, playing alongside Dan so played in the NBA, played in the ABA, um, coached, covered basketball on TV, on the radio, all the things he accomplished. Um, integral part in getting Coach Cal hired at Kentucky. Did all of those things, but never came across as he was too big for his britches. Just still regular dude. Uh, put his pants on the same way as everybody else. Didn't have any airs about himself. Never tried to big time anybody or think he was better than anybody. Um, he came on this podcast as well. Let's believe in Kentucky. Like when TD, Tony Delk was hosting and, you know, gave the same knowledge. Um, got a lot of love for TD, of course. TD texted me the other day and well, yesterday talking about that Mike Pratt was his guy. Got a lot of love for one another, playing from different eras. But that bond they had as former players was really, really, really strong. There was a time I mentioned it a few episodes back when uh, Mike wasn't able to be on the radio with Tom. And TD filled in for a couple games uh, on the call with with Mike. And before we started recording, this was just last year that, that Mike was on here. He, he said, yeah, anything, uh, anybody that's, you know, cool with TD is, is good with me. Because he didn't know me, like, he didn't know me that well, like I already mentioned. But well, I was hosting with TD, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, TD's good people. So you must be all right. That's <laughs> basically what he was saying. And I got to looking back and saw when Mike was on here with us. Of course, we you know, know how the 9-16 and 16 season played out. And, you know, everybody went through that. And But when Mike had come on, it was right after the tragic passing of Terrence Clark. I went back and found the episode and, and looked, and that's when we had had Mike on. So we talked about that with, with TD and Mike. And now, sadly, Mike has passed away. Look forward to the time. We don't have to worry about sickness and death like we do today. Um, if you listen to Tom's show the other day, it was a tribute. Uh, had some audio for some stories. Uh, Mike was cocky when telling Joe B. He said, I think if y'all really want me, y'all will hold a scholarship for me. When uh, Coach Hall was recruiting for Coach Rook, and they were trying to get Mike to commit to Kentucky. So Mike didn't really flinch. He was confident in his abilities, and of course, he ended up coming to Kentucky and having a great career. Um, go to BigBlueHistory.net. John Scott cite the stats are there over a thousand points, and at six three, playing out of position at power forward, had twenty nine double doubles. Twenty nine. He got overshadowed playing alongside Dan Issel, as would anybody. But Mike held his own. Um, for sure. You know, he was not ever, ever, ever a chopped liver. Um, the first time as I crossed paths with Mike, I you know, got to cover some games in the 
2017, maybe. That's the first time I saw him at Rupp. Going to you know, the press area. But Rick Bozich from WDRB kind of articulates my first impression of seeing Mike up close. Instead, he had um, that that confident walk of an athlete. Let me see what Rick says. Um, that strong, confident walk of a talented athlete. And at this point, Mike was in his late 60s. But just the way he carried himself, I mean, you, everybody's probably seen guys like this in any town USA, but you, you can look at him and just say, boy, he, he was probably something else in his day. And when Mike just strolled right on through, you could still see that, hey, yeah, back in his day, Mike was probably something else. Just that the strength was still there. That confident walk, those big hands, none of that had changed. And so I just like how, how Rick Moses put that because that's exactly when you, you know, you look at somebody and kind of size them up. Well, that's Mike Pratt. Okay. That's what jumped out at you. Um, just as nice as he could be. Um, we all, just younger ones, because like I said, I, I didn't ever see him play at Kentucky. His career at Kentucky was over before I was born. Uh, his ABA career had already concluded when I was born. He was in the coaching. And then, you know, in 2001, comes along and starts calling games with Tom Leach, where we all get to know him each and every time he's on the air on the radio. Um, and at that time, I was already living out of state. Um, I wasn't really flipping on like 8.40 a.m. or WHS to get the games that way. This was still a few years before iHeart and you just you know pull up WLAP or WKJK on your phone and get all the Kentucky games. So it was still a few years that he was on the air and I didn't really catch him each and every time, you know, game in and game out. Um, you know, probably 2012, 2013, then you start, you know, you can pull the games up on your phone. Those of us who are out of state could kind of get clued in and tuned in a little bit easier and do the old turn the TV down, turn the radio up trick that we all did growing up in Kentucky, you know, listening to Kay Lefford. Then you're able to kind of get Tom and Mike every single game. Um... And with listeners, of course, Tom showed a leech report every day that's on WLAP in Lexington. Mike would hop on there every Thursday and, and have stories and you know, throughout the season talking about the latest things happening with the team or what he had seen in practice, the game they, they had just played or anticipating the Saturday game or it's at home or away that they're fixing the call. That weekend, you got those stories. You got the love of all sports from Mike. Being the Browns fan, talked a lot of Kentucky football. He was knowledgeable there. They talked horse racing because Mike was up on all that. Just well-rounded. Him and Tom would have so many different conversations. Um, 
look through you know, some of the tweets because they would say something funny and there was so many times I would tweet in something <laughs> you know, and going along with what they said or being silly about something funny they'd said and there were times that Mike would respond or, or tweet back. Um, one of them was, you know, Tom likes to kind of announce the guest of the show as if it's a baseball lineup. You know, batting leadoff today, we've got Larry Vaught. You know, batting second, we got Kyle Tucker. You know, so on and so forth. You know, in the three. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For today, we're going to have Mike Brett. And, and I tweeted in one time you know, how many you know, stolen bases can we pencil in for Mike Pratt today? Just going along with the the theme with them talking baseball and Tom announcing them as you know a lineup card and Mike tweeted back you know no stolen bases for me today but I still got a good eye for that breaking ball just little stuff like that um, just little funny interactions he didn't have to tweet back and respond but he did he didn't have to come on my little Cats Talk Wednesday show but he did and we had a great time uh, and, and chopping it up with him and he brought the knowledge. Uh, with us, just like he does in every other um, setting he was in, with much bigger media outlets than us. My thing that let me always know that, that Mike was, was locked in, because we all have certain words or phrases that we say that kind of make all of us who we are. For me, it's mm-hmm. You know, you ask my wife, she'll tell you. When you're talking to me, you get a lot of mm-hmm. And if you listen closely, my mm-hmms have different meanings. Well, for Mike Pratt, for me, it was okay. When you got that Mike Pratt okay, based on whatever he was talking about, you know, Tom, the stripes weren't in position to make that call, okay? Or the cats had to do a better job of getting back in transition, okay? Whenever you got that okay about whatever Mike was talking about, like, oh, okay, all right, here we go. Because to me, that was Mike's little signature phrase. When he would drop that little okay in there, you know, and I always love the first you know, exhibition game of the season, first regular season game of the season, and you got that first Mike Pratt okay of the season. I was always look forward to that. Uh, but he would drop a man if you're just interviewing him as well, depending on whatever he was talking about. That Mike Pratt, okay, was something I always look forward uh, to hearing. Um, talked about, of course, Mike passing away. You know, came on this podcast after Terrence Clark passed away. This past Sunday made a year that my dad had passed away. And you mentioned how it doesn't matter whether this is unexpected or if it is expected, it doesn't matter. It kind of got to the point where it was expected with Mike. My dad passed away unexpectedly a year ago this past Sunday. Um, 
put it out there, you know, on social media. That way, you know, people that knew my dad would know or kind of see how the arrangements were going to be. And just went through some of the responses. You know, a lot of people expressing sympathy and condolences. But a tweet came back, a reply came back from Mike Pratt tweeting out condolences when my dad passed away. Mike didn't follow me on Twitter, um, but, you know, it, of course, come through on his timeline and he saw it and just sent a little quick tweet to express his condolences and his sympathies and definitely appreciated that. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, what, what type of guy Mike Pratt was. Um, come definitely be missed. Condolences to his family, uh, to Tom, who referred to him as a big brother, and that could definitely be the case after working side by side for two decades. So definitely wanted to make sure that we uh, remembered and thought about Mike Pratt today. Uh, BBN definitely uh, will miss him, but he won't be forgotten at all. Um, it's no smooth way to transition, but we'll hit a couple other little notes, uh, stay UK related and just flip to a couple UK ladies that are doing amazing things, consistently amazing things. Abby Steiner, UK track and field is the USTFCCCA winner make sure i got that right yes us tfcca united states track and field cross country coach coaches association for national women's track athlete of the year kind of a no-brainer that she would win this you can be a casual track fan and you are more than well aware of what Abby Steiner has been doing. So congratulations to Abby um, on on that. Excuse me, on that honor. Even the his track and field account says, "Can't say we're surprised." So congratulations to Abby. Had an amazing, amazing career and season at UK. Got to give props also to. Ryan Howard doing her thing for the Atlanta Dream and the WNBA, former Kentucky women's basketball player. Uh, just shut out of the gates and living up to the hype there as the number one overall pick. You just look at, and Chelsea's one rookie of the month, but you can just you know type in Ryan Howard on social media and just see, you know, media people that cover the WNBA talking about her in, in glowing terms. But there was just this one random conversation, just two regular folks on Twitter. And a young lady had tweeted out that Shakira Austin is nuts. And she is. He's doing very well. And a guy responded to her and said, she would win Ricky of the Year. If it wasn't for Ryan Howard, so that <laughs> that's the impact that Ryan Howard is already having. 
uh, on the WNBA. Uh, just hopped right in there and, you know, transitioned to the next level and is doing very, very well for herself with the Atlanta Dream. Got a lot of BBN who have become Atlanta Dream fans because of Ryan Howard. Now, we saw where Coach Elsie and the company took a bus to one of her games a few weeks ago. And that's all because of what Ryan did and is continuing to do. So, hope she's able to keep that up. I'm going to talk about this podcast for just a minute. Um, and we, we found ourselves on a list. Believe Kentucky made a list. If you go to Big Game Boomer on Twitter, there's the YouTube uh, show and the podcast. Um, the Big Game Boomer, we, we see a lot of lists come from this account. You know, college, sports list. Uh, football coaches or uh, ranking venues for various different college sports, things of that nature. And lists are subjective. Uh, you get a lot of, well, this person should be on the list. How do you forget about this one? Or this person should be higher, this person should be lower. That's going to be the case no matter what the list is or who's on it or who isn't on it. Uh, it generates a lot of conversation, I guess, let's say. Um, so maybe we should do some list episodes on this show. Haven't done many, but maybe we can from one of these points in time, some kind of UK-specific, you know, basketball, college, football list. Then maybe we can do that in the future. But Big Game Boomer put out the best podcast for every school and on the list for the best Kentucky podcast was Believe in Kentucky. I'm like, whoa, okay. Wow, okay, so thanks to uh, Big Game Boomer for the love, for, for putting Believe in Kentucky on this list. Um, you know, honored to be on there. And and thanks for for, for checking us out and, and putting us on the list, man. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, for sure. So uh, definitely had to mention that. You know, we put a put a tweet out. We retweeted it. Um, they had the screenshot of every school and every podcast for each of those respective schools. Um, so everybody I believe saw it and we're kind of hey, showing love. And so appreciate that. And for everybody that has taken time to to listen to this podcast, appreciate you listening. Appreciate Big Game Boomer listening, and um, say worked on that list for months and put us on the list for the Kentucky podcast. So definitely appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, Big Game Boomer. And for those of you who continue to listen, if you you know uh, folks that you know would like this podcast tell them about it let them know let them come and check it out and hopefully they can listen as well so thanks again to big game boomer had to definitely make sure we talked about that on this episode on this episode too got to make sure we talk about our friends at la terrine dave and ben do their thing each and every single time la terrine watches la dash T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com, LaTerrain.com. So many styles of watches, so many bands and accessories. 
watches for men, watches for women. I'm going to go casual. I'm going to go formal. They got a watch for you. They got a band to go with whatever kind of attire you got going on. They have a chat area on the website. You can ask questions about any watch you're interested in purchasing. You can get the information back. You can make an informed decision. Go to lotsofrain.com and get yourself any of those nice watches that are on there. Tell them you heard about them by listening here on the Believe in Kentucky podcast. Lotsofrain.com. I'll talk a little baseball for just a second, a little MLB. Now, I know most of the home state of Kentucky is Reds country. Cincinnati fans go out to the western part of the state. Got some Cardinals fans. I've always been a Braves fan. I was one of those TBS kids, you know, coming up in the 80s. Dale Murphy, Bob Horner, Claudel Washington. Team wasn't very good. They were always on. And in my mind at that time, seemed like Dale Murphy always hit a home run. So it was a Excited to be able to go see him at seven years old. My dad and my granddad, we all went down there to Atlanta and watched the Braves. Been a Braves fan ever since. Now, I guess you could say I had, I had a little was back and forth, a little Twitter conversation with the Braves mascot that became the official Braves mascot a few years ago. I'm talking about Blooper. Um, it was National Mascot Day the other day, and Blooper basically said that don't, don't come at me with a National Mascot Day. He said I basically should get love every single day, and so that's basically what Blooper was saying on Twitter. Let me find it here. Yeah, I don't recognize any kind of quote Mascot Day because you should be celebrating me daily. I specifically requested it. Okay, Blooper. Now, I remember when they had the running and they were deciding what the mascot was going to be, you know, coming up for fan day for the Braves a few years ago. Turns out Blooper is what they went with. Now, I'm not the target. The, you know, age for who they're trying to appeal to with the mascot. I commented to Blooper's Twitter. I, I've never been a fan of Blooper. Never really said it. I'm not alone in this thought. But Blooper saying don't recognize just fan day, celebrate me daily. Okay, you got to appreciate that swagger. I love that confidence, even though I'm not a fan of Blooper. And that's what I said. Not a fan of Blooper, but I respect the swagger. Because to me, Blooper um, in the face kind of looks like, was it Beaker from the Muppets? And the appearance and the color, we, we look kind of Philly Fanatic-ish, Philly Fanatic-esque. You know, not green, but this kind of tan beige cream colored Philly fanatic. And so as a Braves fan, I'm like, don't, don't be looking 
Philly fanatic-esque when it comes to the Braves mascot. It's kind of been my thing. It's kind of been why I'm like, yeah, not really a fan of this blooper. Because, you know, but blooper has a great following. Um, very popular. A lot of people love blooper. And so, of course, blooper responded back, not a fan of Vinnie Hardy, but you can't knock this ratio. So, ooh, blooper comes back and, and burns me. Wow. So, had a little back and forth with Blooper. I stand by what I said. I'm not a fan of Blooper. For my truest park again, I'll still give Blooper some side eye. We're all in it together. We're all for the A together. We're all rooting for the Braves together. I'm just not a fan of Blooper kind of looking like a knockoff Philly fanatic. And I stand by that. You know, nothing personal Blooper, but hey, keep doing you. And we all still keep rooting for the defending champion Atlanta Braves together. So had a little back and forth with bloopers the other day. So I had to throw that in as well. Summertime and you know baseball is going on now that the finals are over with. And we talked about that a few episodes ago as well. We saw Golden State in six. Don't get it right a lot, but they're going to record and save Warriors in six. And that's exactly what happened. Um for the core, Steph, Clay, and Draymond to come back and, and win a title, uh, looking at what they've been through after being down. You know, Steph had some injuries. Clay had injuries stacked on injuries, missed a couple years. For those three dudes to win four titles together in the the others, as Shaq likes to say, has changed dramatically. You know, when you had Harrison Barnes and, you know, guys like that that first time around. And, you know, now it's Andrew Wiggins and you know, Kevon Looney and, and guys like that. For them to have the staying power to get that fourth title, you got to congratulate the Warriors. And it kept Boston from winning another one. Uh, look, they've... They got, what, 17, that's enough. And it was, growing up, it was Celtics Lakers every year. I wanted to see either one of those franchises win another one. So, congratulations to Golden State. You know, they knocked off the Celtics. You know, poor Boston fans had to see the Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP trophy go to Steph Curry on their home court. But Boston has plenty enough titles in all sports. They'll, They'll be okay. So congratulations to the Warriors. And that'll wrap up this episode of Believe in Kentucky. Appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. As always, go to Believe.com. Rate, review, leave a comment on the podcast. Give it a five-star rating if you like. Let everybody know about it. And just tell us what you think. We're in those areas where it asks for a comment. Just, hey, pop a little comment in there. We, we definitely love to hear that. And it, and it helps the podcast out. So... Condolences again to Mike Pratt. He will definitely be missed. And we appreciate everybody that took the time to listen. BBN, we'll see everybody next time on Believe in Time.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.